On Saturday, March 3rd, the Marquette men's basketball team won an 85-81 nail-biter against Creighton's Blue Jays. The win may yet have scored the program a last-minute Cinderella invite to the big dance, but more importantly, it will go down in history as the final time Marquette ever plays at the BMO Harris-Bradley Center. Alumni and fans, both new and old, poured in to catch the final game at the arena Marquette has called home since 1988. By 1993, just five years after the men's team debuted at the Bradley Center, Marquette changed their nickname from the Warriors to the Golden Eagles. But if you happen to be walking around the stadium concourse this recent spring Saturday, you would have no idea. It's been 25 years since that name change, and fans still aren't over it. Warriors is still plastered across the fan apparel of many alumni, and being a Marquette Warrior is still a self-referential title. It's just a nickname, but for many, it's so much more. Hi, I'm Brian Boyle. This is Episode 2 of Golden Disaster, a five-part podcast series examining how and why Marquette dropped the Warriors nickname and assumed the Golden Eagles moniker in 1993. In this episode, I set to find out why, after two and a half decades since the name change, the Warriors' nickname has still managed to stick around. I'm not sure there was any particular trigger point. Uh, I think it was you know, just a matter of uh, um, you know recognizing that maybe these things weren't uh, you know the great idea they were you know, 50 years ago. <laughs> uh, but. That's Dr. James Pokrzynski, or uh, let's just call him Doc Pock for short. He's an associate professor in strategic communication at Marquette University who happens to specialize in sports marketing and branding. I asked him why the Warriors nickname is still here today. Well, I think the, you know, fan reaction has been the same. There's always going to be this contingent of alums uh, that were uh, were warriors that feel a little bit uh, disappointed or 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 sad uh, in the uh, changing of the character. Doc Pock's been at Marquette since the late '80s, and he still clearly remembers the day the name change happened. Um, well, it was like uh, the '60s. Uh, there was demonstrations because right outside my window here was the uh, the administrative offices. A building called O'Hara Hall was still standing, and that's where the president, uh, Father Wild, uh, had his offices along with uh, vice presidents and uh, provosts and things of this sort. So it was a gathering of, of students chanting, calling the president out to you know have this conversation about it. To his credit, he came out at some point, because I stood there then and watched this for... You know, a half an hour or so, and uh, were you chanting? No, no, I was not. But I wanted to hear what the chants uh, were, and I and I think it was "Gold, go home," or "No more gold," or or something of that sort. He's the first one to admit that a nickname's just a silly nickname. But from a sports marketing and branding standpoint, he acknowledges that having an identity can be incredibly important. Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly there. You know, uh, branding is an identity. Uh, and so the uh, the you know university has just like you know um, a cereal has uh, snap crackle and pop and Tony the Tiger and and tuna has uh, Charlie the tuna and Mr Clean. So any brand uh, you know uh, will want to develop a personality at a point that you literally come up with some kind of character 
in that regard. He uses his own alma mater as a prime example. One of my alma maters, the University of Illinois, is struggling now with the fact that they have no mascot. And, uh, and uh, so I think that's a bit of a struggle is that we have, we've got rid of the you know, chief Illini wick fighting Illini uh, a moniker and hasn't been replaced with anything. And so there's a very recent push on campus to try and at least come up with something else because the void leaves the door open to this almost constant re-energizing of mm-hmm. a movement to uh, to bring the chief back, and that's just not going to happen. Uh, so, since the change, Marquette has still struggled to find their footing from a branding standpoint. Though Doc Puck admits they're well on their way. But, uh, I think Marquette's done as good a job to kind of. Uh, even kind of gotten the uh, Golden Eagle logo off the a lot of their materials, letterhead, et cetera, and they're sticking with this this uh, MU um, juxtaposed letters kind of melded into one another that I think uh, does is a nice branding uh, component. So we don't, we don't need everything to have a bird on it. You have a mascot, but you don't have to you know, put it on every article of clothing and piece of letterhead and, you know, banner that you ever produce, so which is all the other channels that people are using to communicate, you know, what you stand for, represent, or that people can recognize. They just had to take one small misguided detour to a second changed name in the early 2000s. We stepped back about 10 years ago or so and put a uh, committee together and came up with gold and that lasted about uh, two or three days. <laughs> Were you on that committee? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was not. Uh, but as uh, you know, happens with committee decisions, it was a you know um, compromise uh, of epic proportion that ended up uh, being um, so much of a public relations disaster that we said, oh, let's just go back to what we had before and leave it at that. So. This has been Episode 2 of Golden Disaster. I'm Brian Boyle, and thanks for listening.